0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to this Monday edition of the Source of Truth Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Whether you're watching us online live or watching it later or listening to it uh, through the Source of Truth audio format, uh, we're just glad you're with us and hope that this will be an encouragement to you as we start this week off together. We are in the book of Colossians. We've been there for a couple weeks now. And we just started uh, Colossians chapter 3. We mentioned last time that what we're doing as we move into chapter three is Paul is moving into speaking about steps of maturity, things that are absolutely necessary or things that are signs of maturity. And it started, I guess, the absolute necessity is if we're going to mature in Christ, the first thing we recognize is that that we Growing in Christ requires a new thinking, a new mindset, and that requires being filtered through the Word of God. The Word of God becomes part of my life. It changes and and it renews my thinking, and then I see the world differently. Then I act because we all act upon our actions. Or, in better way to put it, we don't we don't act upon all of our thinking, but our actions are always thought on first, and that's usually. how how we look at it. So he continues, and and in the next few verses, we may cover a few more than normal today, because what Paul does is he really gives a list, two lists of things that he tells us, the church, to stay away from, or to put off, as he said. Let's go ahead and read these things. He says um, in verse number 5, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth and he mortifies the idea of death he says assume these parts of your life to be death and then here's what he's going to say there's a list of things the world says is good and right and fine and you should do it and you're weird if you think it's wrong and he's saying you need to view those things as wrong so put these things off And he says, consider these things as unnecessary and should never do. And then he gives a list. What are they? Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Now, without going into a lot of detail, those are a list of the immoral sins. And we could break down, and you see what we're talking about today, anything that deals with sexual sin. We see it today. It's in that list. It's what is glorified today. It's what's bragged on today. It's what is is good today. He's saying these are the things that we should stay away from. We know. Please understand, I'm not saying that we count... People in these scenarios as evil. This is a choice. This is the church. As a church, we should stay away from these things. The world tells us they're good. The world tells us they're fine. The world tells us anybody who thinks they're not is wrong. God says these things are evil. And then He actually gives a warning with them for which things' sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. He is stating that this immoral sin that is glorified lived in and people think is okay he said trust me god's wrath will come upon those people now i know what we say people say well of course one day there's going to be um there's going to be heaven there's going to be hell and these people are going to go to hell no because frankly christians can do these things or else why would he tell us not to do things that we can't do christians can do these things and still be saved So he's saying, don't. So what does he say? That the wrath of God comes on these things. So when he he reflects back to Old Testament times and where God brought punishment on different nations because they lived this way. Sodom and Gomorrah is an example of that. Where God, it was so bad that God just destroyed the city. What we're seeing here is, in in a lot of times we say we're waiting for destruction, tribulation, you know really what you can see? While immorality is rampant in our world and all of these things are bragged on as good, each and every one of them bring with them their list of consequences, diseases, problems that are valid, and these are what God is saying. You wanted all this, you wanted all this immorality, it's fine, but you're going to bring with it all of the diseases and everything that come with it. Your actions will have consequences, which by every action we have has consequences. So he's saying that these things will result in God's punishment. And as a Christian, you can say, I can do these things and be forgiven, but the consequence may still be there. So he was saying, listen, Stay away. And one of the things that we're going to learn when you grow in Christ is you will begin to grow in purity. And please understand, I'm not talking, you know, I, when I say holiness or purity, you're going to start moving your way towards purity. The immorality of the world, the filth of the world, that's Satan's thing. And God is going to say, you're going to find this in the right place. You're going to find us doing it the right way. And you're going to find it not to have all of the junk that comes with it. But as you grow in Christ you're going to begin to move away from the immoral, filthy thinking of the world. And that is exactly one of the things we need to work at is to, as we mature, there will be a distinction. We're not better than them. We're not looking down on them. We're not judging them. We're just recognizing that God has a better plan. And that's what we need to focus on. It's not really the list of what what that list really means. You can see it in the news today. What it is, is that God has a better plan, a healthier plan. A happier plan. Because each and one, every one of these, no matter how much they want to deny it, end up in misery. Because it's not how God designed it. And God designed this stuff. He designed it for marriage. He designed it in the right spot. And He is saying that's where it is wonderful. And that's what he wants he wants us to find the best joy he's not just saying be miserable he's saying do these things in the right place and you will find the greatest amount of joy in these places you step out you're going to find misery that's how because satan's tainted and he wants it to be wrong so he's helping us to say follow me because i have a better plan for you in these areas maturity will recognize that but then he says one more list of things uh, verse nine never excuse me verse seven he goes in which time you also walked sometime when you lived in them He goes, it made sense that when you were unsaved this was normal it made sense you were unsaved you didn't think about this as you grow in christ you are going to begin to recognize that these things are wrong uh, and you're going to say okay i need to start stepping away from these things but then he continues and he gives another list of things to put off verse 8 but now he also put off all these anger wrath malice blasphemy filthy communication out of your mouth Lie not one to another, seeing that you've put off the old man with his deeds. Now, I won't take a lot of time looking into the details, because it talks about the idea of anger, put off anger, put off wrath, which is even greater anger, malice, how we react to anger, blasphemy against God, filthy communication out of your mouth, which is going to consume gossip and filthy things that we could say. He says, don't lie one to another, seeing that you've put off the old man with these deeds. He says in verse 10, have put on the new man, which was renewed, In the now, as remember, after the image of him that created him. It's renewed. Our new man is renewed according to Christ. He gives a list of things here. So the first one is a list of sexual sins. The second one is kind of a list of an attitude sin. It's our thinking. It's our actions. It's our emotions. Uh, They're part of it. He goes, you know, he tells us in in Ephesians, be angry and sin not. It's that driven anger that we don't deal with. Being angry is one thing. Not letting it drive me to sin is what our problem is. I need to put these things off. You have the Holy Spirit now. These things should not control you. That's really what it is. Maturity helps us to recognize that these things should not control you. You should treat people differently. You should treat the world differently. You should treat your spouse and your kids differently. People at church differently. You should have a higher expectation of the people around you. I'm not going to gossip. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do these things. Because those are the things the world does. You are in Christ now. Christ has renewed you. In your mind, you recognize the truth. Now you have a choice. Before we came to Jesus, we really didn't have a choice in these things. We just followed the flesh. We are renewed in Christ. We have a new understanding. Our eyes have been opened to the reality of these things. Now we have a choice. He's saying, choose wisely. The Holy Spirit has opened your eyes to this, you know the truth, choose wisely. You can still fall into each and every one of these sins and still be a Christian, but that doesn't make them right, no matter what the world says. Both of these lists are things God says to stay away from. Please understand, you know, we could go through and look at all these different denominations, and we can say everyone's got their own belief. But most anybody who's going to claim Christian are going to say, this list is consistent. By the way, anybody who wants to argue that list isn't following scripture. This isn't the Baptist list. This isn't the list of a certain church. This is just what God has said. These things stay away from. They bring misery. God's got something better. Each and every one of them have an an ugly end, where when you do it God's plan, that's where the beauty comes from. So let me challenge you maturity. Don't see this as a list of things where God says, I can't have fun. See these as a list of things. We recognize the pain that comes with these, and God says, I have a better plan that will make you happier and bring fulfillment. And as we grow in Christ, we will recognize those things. As we trust God and obey Him, we will see these things. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Monday morning. Greatly appreciate the opportunity to be able to study the Word of God with you. Uh, Rarely do we hit a spot where God is just like, don't, 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 don't. But if He has told us not to, It is because he loves us and he wants the best for us. And these things limit that. And may we live in obedience to that and see what God does as he works in our lives. And we follow him and the greatness he has for us. And the great blessing he has for us in fulfillment in following him. Thanks again for joining us again this Monday. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.